But basically, our group was with Bono. Whoa! Going on a pub crawl with Bono. Yeah. There was another guy in our group that was an actor. You would know who he is. It's not, not like an up-and-coming, established. And he had someone at all times blocking people from approaching him. Take two. What's hey. up? Hey. All right. Hey, everybody. We're recording. We <laughs> weren't before, but we kind of were. But Technical issues. Yeah. This is, I, I put the cameras up and I put the memory <laughs> cards in the cameras and I turn the lights on. And when that little chippy thing that goes in the desk doesn't work, that's when the big bird man steps in. <laughs> that's some tech <laughs> You are for I'm sure. I'm nerdy IT guy in yeah. this in this in business? <laughs> Do we call this a business? <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea to, but yeah, sure. In this organization, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the go. IT guy. Yeah. 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 Organization. I like Man, it. I'm glad we, we've defined our roles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, I was trying to talk to you about your raspy voice and, oh. and how you're sexy like the singer of um, Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> oh, what about Rod Stewart? There you go. That's a more... Rod Stewart had a raspy. Does he? Yeah, I guess he does. Yeah. Maybe you should do a cover of Have I Told You? <laughs> and then do a couple of coughs in it to sell it. To sell it, it. sucks because it it's definitely hereditary. Um, I remember my mom always being congested, always clearing her throat. Not a smoker? No. Right. No, my mom was super healthy, especially for her day. Yeah. Um, you know, she came out of the Great Depression and and she ate really she chose healthy foods. My dad, not so much. Right. Um, but but definitely, I just inherited whatever she has. That's like constant congestion. I try to work on it, and whatever. That's that's. Yeah. You're that's doing the great. cross I bear. Yeah. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing fine, man. Don't give up. <laughs> um, I saw you last week. We skated. I took a little slam. I guess I took another one. It's funny. I, you really. It's funny how much. You can still inspire my ass because I hadn't skated for a while. I didn't feel like crash hot. I was like, just cruise around, have some fun. And then yep. you were like, what about that fakey grind thing? And I was like, man, I don't feel like <laughs> doing that today. You know what I mean? But I was like, yeah, what about that? And then and then you were like, if I make it, you'll make it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. That's that seems fair. You can't even walk, dickhead. <laughs> and then you just do it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I didn't. There, there's a little gap there from. Uh, let's do this. To the, you just do it. What? Fifteen minutes? Yeah, but it was it, it, well, mentally. It felt like a lot more. It than that. should have been <clears throat> mentally a lot yeah. more for you. It was. That it was is hard. A, I was trying to explain to my wife when I got home. I'm like, it's not that hard of a trick. But when you're older and you don't trust yourself like you used to, and your leg a, will give out at a moment. Yeah, there's a dark. You're going dark side. You're kind of in the dark for a second, yep. and then you you trust that it's all going to be there. Yeah. So. I think the adrenaline, because I hurt my ankle and I was like, I'm fine. And I guess I slammed before that and I didn't even register it. So I make the trick and I'm like, okay, totally worth it. Let's let's go. So I leave, my ankle starts to get sore and I'm like, yeah, so what? I know I rolled my ankle, that should happen. Gets a little sore and I'm like, ooh, training on Tuesday is probably not going to happen. So I realized that I had to cancel my kickboxing training. But I wake up in the, uh, oh no, I do stand up that night and it goes bad. Probably Your stand-up did? Yeah. It goes bad in a way where my gay jokes, the 
front row is like, oh, really? And I'm like, <laughs> and I just caught too many of those faces, and mm. I was like, ah. Oh. I, I at one point I even said I was like, look, if I had a different life, I'd make a different joke. But this is what happened. <laughs> you know, this is this is what not that. I think that was probably the only time I laughed. <laughs> So anyway, I do my set, I get off, and then this guy that I'd just spoken to before I went up, who's a proper comedian, he was asking me about podcasting and stuff, and I was giving him some podcast advice because I'm actually okay at that. Then he comes up and he goes, give it up for Jason. What a courageous guy, you know? And I'm like, is it? Yeah, that's not that's not a good... I know you're trying to be nice. It's not a good compliment. And then the crowd was like, yeah, I mean, who the hell would admit they suck dicks? You know what I mean? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, because I know I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I'm like, cool. And he's like, he's, he's got something there. You know, he's definitely needs some more punchlines, but he's got something there. And I was like, I feel so shit that right now. That didn't help. Yeah, that didn't. No. I, I don't, I'm not angry at him. I'm just, I'm sad. I'm right. fucking sad. And I start to get a little chilly. I think I might have got it before I went up, but sometimes I get cold before I go up because I'm nervous. Mm. But I was like, oh, I'm like, I can't feel a bit. What the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm leaving. So I leave before that dude's set finishes because I'm just like, I can't be here anymore. I, I get it. I'm not very funny and I'm gay. My bad. I'll see you next week. So I go to my car and I'm walking to my car and I start to get real chilly. And I'm like, it's not, it's California. It's not cold. Something's up. I drive home. It's a bit chilly. Get back to the house. I tell Katie I'm not feeling that good. I walk up to go to bed early because I'm like, I don't feel good. Like, I feel like I'm getting sick, but that's impossible. And I'm trying to stay mentally positive. I'm Are you not telling getting... me that you have COVID now? Is that, that where we're getting? Oh, I got, I got tested. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, because I woke, because in the, I, I go to bed cold. I wake up in the middle of the night because so much sweat oh my God. is in my eyes and it's waking me up. Yeah. And I'm like, what is, I look at my pillow and I'm like, what the, f I'm like, man, I am trashed. I'm, I'm for sure sick. So I wake up like, I don't know, 10 to 20 times, sweat out my pillow, my, my, the sheets, everything's done for me. I have to clean the bed. But then the next day I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like, what was that? I just had a, so I, I think I ate a bad breakfast burrito oh. at the local place down here and it took that many hours to kick <laughs> in. Hmm. And then my body, because it had, can you get a cold and I then don't. sweat it out <laughs> in one day? Yes. Oh, well, for then, sure that can happen. Oh, well, then that's what I did. Yeah. But I got, I tested COVID test in the yeah. morning. Nah, next day, nah. So I don't have that. Nah, mate. And I don't feel sick. Yeah, nah, mate. You can't get me COVID. <laughs> Good luck. COVID. Yeah, I don't want to jinx myself. <laughs> but um, it's been a tough couple of days where I just was like, I think I'm okay. But my ankle. I thought you were basing all that on because you took that. The other slam too, because you took a couple slams when we skated. Yeah, I didn't rip my back. There was, there was a backside air that I saw where your back foot came off and I very clearly came off yeah i didn't catch and that. your whole body was like we're making this yeah now right as i went to land i was like why is my foot not <laughs> ah. yeah. yeah i saw that transpire which also did not make me think that i would be relearning a trick today if you don't know your foot's on your board on right. a backside yeah it was a bad sign right but thanks to you when you made that i was like I don't even really, I think that's the way I can make a trick is where I, I don't even go, oh, fuck. I, I just go, oh, yeah, I know, guess, guess what I'm throw, doing in the next 10 minutes. Throw this one to chance. Yeah, I definitely was like, I got a different mindset. I feel but that. I feel like that made, because when I did it, I was like, dude, just come at it with serious intent from here on out. Like, I think sometimes you doubt yourself 
too much because I know that the old the old brain because I I even talked about that like my brain on the way, driving home was like you rolled your ankle like it's so easy for you to get hurt are you sure you want to keep like it seems a little dangerous you seem kind of childish and I'm like I'm like shut up <laughs> who's that yeah shut up old man like I'm not giving <laughs> up but it's like a old man that's in there that argues with because I see me as well I Jason. mean you got to have a voice of reason yeah okay and people would argue that I don't but yes I believe you got to have a voice of reason or, or it's something to tell you that this is as far as you should take it right now yeah and well, I've and I've learned that on this recovery in that for instance when we were trying that trick like that was as far as I was going that day that you know I, I had other things in mind that I wanted to try but we did that and I was like okay yeah, yeah chalk one up it's yep. fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I had thought... a dream that I did Calurial the night before. Is that why you tried one? Yeah. Right. And the cool thing, oh, I forgot to tell you after that. So I, I had told Jimmy Wilkins was here. Jimmy Wilkins was here just watching us, by the way. Because he was skating the street course by himself? Yeah, and like his homies didn't show up. So we, we had an audience of one, arguably the best vert skater yep. today, yep. is just watching us try to do these <laughs> blind side. Don't look at I didn't look at it like that. Us, which was funny. But I told him, I said, man, I had a dream. I did Caballero last night. And I, so I feel like I got to try one. But then I came here and, you know, the reality sets in that I can't really twist my my leg in that way and feel confident about it. Yeah, fair. But long story short, at the very end of the day, I tried one just because I felt like I had to. And it didn't feel like a Caballero that... I would be comfortable with. Yeah, look more like one of mine. And Jimmy said, oh, that's almost there. So I took that. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it actually... I, he might have just trying to make me feel better, but I will take it to heart. Like, oh, Jimmy said it was... Like, I don't was think close. he's trying to make you feel better because I saw you try it and I knew what you were trying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I knew it yeah, wasn't... I knew it wasn't I knew, look, I knew it wasn't a grabbing one. <laughs> I was like, he was definitely going oh, for it. Grabbing... No. See, that's what's weird. Grabbing sounds... Way harder. I've saw you try to grab a uh, a well a well oh weddle a weddle. You can't. No, no. I tried to grab India. Right, but you can't do a a, a weddle, can you? Like you can't even get in a position of that I don't, position. I don't know. I might be able to do a slobber. Open leg. No, I don't do open leg. You I can't. He, wait, you think you could tuck your knee right now? Yeah, because I didn't invert. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. You've never know. done a slobber between the leg. Um, I probably did, no offense, as a joke, back in the day, but. <laughs> <laughs> the pause, the pause. I was, hey, gonna, I hey, was know like, your what audience. did I do? Know your audience, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're cool. Thanks for saying it that way. So, yeah, okay. I didn't point it. I didn't make it look cool like you did. Right, you, you stinkied it. Uh, yeah, for right. sure. okay. I went super stinky yeah. on it. And probably overturned it. Oh. Wow. I mean, by accident. Right. Like, I probably came in like, whoa, shit, I'm going right. to slide out. You know, Jimmy did mention, he's like, what about Slobber and did the nose bone thing? And I was like, I feel like he's asking me to try and do the nose bone one. And I felt like, I thought about it later. I was like, he was asking me to do that because when he did it a long time ago and you said, you know who did that first, oh, yeah. right? And he's like, no. And it's like, <laughs> he did. And he's like, well, I never saw it, so... Uh, oh, yeah, right. Maybe he needs... Wow, you're just going deep into conspiracy Maybe there. he needs to do one in front oh of me to prove God. it. But okay, I don't have so it Okay, so we have to talk about what happened. 
Yeah. <sighs> Last week has it sucked and it was just the worst coincidental timing. Uh you weren't here, but I was skating. It was a heavy session. It was uh Jimmy Wilkins, it was Bucky Lasik, it was um I think Reese was here. Um who else? Shay Donovan, Rob Lorifus, Colin. Colin McKay. And uh Kevin hadn't been skating in a while. Staub was here. Um, and he and I are trying to get in the groove and and I was coming off of our day of skating, so I was still pretty sore. And honestly, I was feeling like, ugh, right. you know, this is this is a hard day for sure. It's, I'm gonna have to push through it. And Kevin did a five-o across the channel, came up the next wall, slid out on the flat, and just splatted onto the wall. It it didn't look that bad. It looked like kind of a bummer slam where you just be like, oh, that was rough. And immediately I could just tell his reaction, something was off. Um, and uh, he couldn't move his leg. We thought it was dislocated. Um, in the hip. Yeah. And because it, it just felt like I was, you could just feel there was a weird sort of, it, it was raised. Yeah. It was, I mean, whatever. I'm not, I wasn't, wasn't moving him or anything. You know, I wasn't trying to manipulate the situation, but based on my experience, I don't know. Maybe he just got. I don't really know. And then um, we got an ambulance. Went to the hospital, and texted me his X-ray, and he broke his pelvis. He broke his. Uh, he broke his femur. But but, but near the hip. Near the hip. So the in, joint in a, is snapped off in the in the pocket. It didn't really kind of, but it was it was a few different places. So it's multiple fractures. Kind of, yeah. It's it's just kind of it's kind of a messy break. Is he having? And it's a also rod? because it's where where. Mine was like, mine's where my leg was straight. So if I'm pushing down on it, I can push down on it, right? Yeah. His is more like where it's sideways, where it goes to angle into your pelvis. Oh, fuck. So he can't put weight on it. Right. So what do they, do they replace so that they, with something no, they put, metal? They or? put two rods in it. It was in so the, weird because… In the bend, not in the, in the femur. I'm like not sure exactly top. where. I think, I think they, maybe, maybe they might be crisscrossing. Oh, fuck. Um, but I didn't see his x-rays after the surgery. I just went and saw him. Yeah. Um, but when he left here, he was, you know, Kevin's always positive. He was not positive, Kevin. It wasn't like, I'm going to get through this. It was just like, what am I going to do? Um, and then he had a surgery and I saw him yesterday and he was in very good spirits. Right. Good. Like he was, and, and also he had already used the walker to get around. Oh, okay. So he's up. He's up, but he can't put he can't put any weight on that leg for several weeks. Okay, because like I said, it's it's the side, so it could be if you put weight on it, could shift. Oh. oh, mate, I don't know about you, but the, I think this summer is for relaxing, not grocery shopping, cooking, for, and washing tons of dishes, and all that factor. Ready to eat meal delivery. The rest is easy, knowing you can eat well without the work. Plus, they have tons of balanced and delicious options like smoothie shakes. And, and shakes that are perfect for staying on track during the summer activities. I've eaten them. They're very tasty. Factor makes it easy uh, to eat a good breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Everything in between with fresh, never-frozen meals that are so delicious, you won't even believe they're actually nutritious. That's not true. I believed it. 
So feel good all summer with uh, calorie smart keto options, e expertly portioned to keep you on track towards your goals. Read, Jason, read, and perfectly satisfied. Factor now offers 32 meals per week, including 11 keto options, plus lots of seasonal add-ons. No more eating the same boring dinner night after night. New Gourmet Plus meals make it easy uh, at home feel uh, to feel extra special. For additional costs, these meals are prepared to perfection by factored chefs, and they're ready to eat in record time, so you can savor the flavor. No stress on the prep, mate. <laughs> oh, man, why did I get so Australian? Got a busy summer ahead? Get these meals up ya. This is a great way to stay in shape and take care of yourselves, everybody. And 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 by being a little, I don't want to say lazy, but it gives you time to do other stuff, like work out. Maybe you've got soft pecs and you want to jack them. Uh, listen up, everybody. Go to, yeah, go to go.factor75.com slash wolf120. Use the code wolf120. And get 120 buckaroonies off your order. That's code WOLF120 at go.factor75.com slash WOLF120 for $120 off. He and I have been skating for... I know. <laughs> you know what for, I mean? For your whole 40 life. 40 plus years yeah. together. We both broke our legs both got the same year. Stretch it out on this ramp. Yeah. The same... Uh, it was weird right. because when I went to visit him, I have all this experience now yeah. with what goes on and what happens. And and so I think he's comforted in that a little bit. Right. Because it's not all just on the unknown territory. Right. But I feel bad, Kevin, if you're watching us. Yeah, you're dude. probably not. But yeah. um, everyone give Kevin some well wishes. He needs them. And yeah. uh, he's going he's gonna to recover. <clears throat> he's going to be all right. Yeah, I believe that too. Yeah, I believe you both will, will, will be like, remember that time? And be like, yeah, that was fucking bad. But I think that it'll go. Poor Bucky witnessed both of them. Oh. <laughs> We're dropping like flies. Yeah, good point. I don't think I needed another. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to be there again. That's, yeah, that is tough. But his, I, I know mine looked a little more, a little more tragic. Yeah. His did not look tragic. Right, but in the end it was. It was, yeah. But, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like, it wasn't a, traumatic to witness so much right um but it sucked well skateboarding man but here we are it's such a such a <laughs> like to have the as i just mentioned the old brain it's a fickle beast <laughs> like you hear you know the wise you telling you hey man watch out you know like do you really want to go to hospital and and, and how big of a slam do you need to take for it to be completely over like it, it can enter your mind now because you're like, what, why, why do I break now? Yeah, the weird coincidence about that or or example was uh, years ago we were doing a thing here. We were doing a live stream actually, and um, Kevin went over the channel backside. Uh, I think he did backside fifty fifty or something and slid out into the wall and broke his shoulder. Oh, so he was going the other direction and bad angle broke his shoulder. That was with the old surface. And then this time he's going front side and slid out and broke his leg. Is it getting slippery? So weird. I don't, 
I don't think it's too slippery. Eh. Um, I think that Kevin just hadn't been skating in a while. And, right. Uh, I know how that feels. Yeah, because yeah. you, you get loose. I, 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 when that day that we skated, um, I did a little fishtail on something and realized very quickly, like, oh, you're not skating on a regular basis. You got yeah. you got to get straight. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I am every time I'm here. Is yeah, if I land good, I have to tame it. You know, because I'm like, oh, we're off. And I'm like, you're not off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are yeah. still yeah. very icy. Stay in icy yeah. mode. <laughs> icy mode. Yeah, like, don't start getting <laughs> cocky thinking that you got it all again. Yes, exactly. So, fuck. That's what's going on. I um, hate that. I, uh, I put out a, a, on our Instagram page. Yeah. A while back when we announced, when we announced that we had these decks. Yeah. Which are still available. Um. And someone, uh, I said, hey, uh, ask us questions for our next show if, when we don't have a guest. Okay. Oh. So we got some questions. Cool. And I should have vetted these before reading them to uh, you because no. now I'm just going, I'm, I'm, I'm running off script here. This is better. Uh, let's see. Can we get a rebook of The Search for Animal Chin? A rebook? A remake? Yeah. Wait, just do it again? Yeah, I don't know. Does that make sense? There, there is a thing Possibly that all the bones were uh, working. Uh, That's uh. all I can say. Ooh. Ooh, big big spoiler. Uh, let's see. Um, Will Tommy Guerrero come on? Yeah, I saw him at this meeting. Actually, yes, and and I told him that um, if he can make it down here because he's an SF. Right. He said he would like to. That would be sick. That would, yeah. So then we'd have the Chin Brigade all. It'd be done. Yeah. Crossed off. Yeah. Um, then we got to go into deep cuts. Of Bones Brigade. Right. We had Steve Sides. <laughs> we did have Steve Sides, right. true. And yeah. Adrian Domain. We did. So yeah. we've covered a lot. Yeah. Gotta get Laurie Rigsby. She's um Yes. She's man. aloof. I, I gotta apologize to her. Or I wonder if she even remembers that oh, I Oh, that's right. You grabbed grab tape. Laurie Rigsby, yeah. Uh I don't have the questions. Where are they? Maybe you should have vented them. Use my refund from the Dublin event to buy. At least I still get a signboard. Oh, I, I apologize. My my Dublin and my London dates got canceled for reasons beyond my control. And oh. I apologize, and I know people were they're they're tagging me and um in social media saying that they were disappointed in that. And I'm sorry. I get it. It's part of it's how it goes sometimes. What happened? Uh, just it's problems with venues and stuff. Right. Um, someone said, let's talk about Tony Hawk trick tips and masterclass. Revamp and bring Ellis in. Oh, <laughs> that should God. be classic. I don't do have you want to do tutorials? I, I'll do anything. Wait, you, you did a Smith grind tutorial I did. For, for the foundation I for did. Go Skateboarding Day. Right, I did. Maybe we should consider that. That was very helpful, I felt. H HVW trick tips. Ooh. What do you think? Basics. New, new, so would it be a new like Instagram page or we could just run it through this? I don't know. You're I don't right think we that. need. I don't think we need to dilute what we're doing. So I know. Yeah. Might, maybe just put it back on there. Maybe concentrate it. What would be the first trick tip? Fakey blindside five zero. Can we use the one we already did? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't want to do it again. Yeah, yeah. No, we just we just do a voiceover. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> okay, you get it once. Here's how you do, do it. Voiceover. Yeah. Right. And then hell yeah. <laughs> Can I just go through my old video parts and tell you how to do it. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? 
What was it like touring on the gigantic skate park tour with such a wild squad? Um, it's the most awesome thing ever. It was fun. I. It was there were kind of two, two camps of people on the tours. There was the party zone, and then there were the the athletes. Yeah, the the uh, sure <laughs> that's what we're gonna say. The professionals. Yeah, and so. I don't know. I took, you know, as, as fun as it was and as, as much hijinks that we got into, I took it pretty seriously with the demos. Like I was always trying to do everything with the demos. And the hardest thing about the demos was that we always started street first. Yeah. And only, basically only me and a couple of the guys that came in and out did both. Yeah. So. That'd be a rare. I would get exhausted doing a street demo and then, all right, let's hit the vert ramp. Yeah. That was yeah, hard. yeah. I never, I got why you did it, but I also was like, I'm fuck that. I did it a couple of times. I'm also really bad, so it was like, I don't want to be out there pushing it, taking other people's spots where they're doing really good stuff. Like, don't be rolling around blocking people on the street. <laughs> I don't. Course. I don't think it was you were that intrusive to do that. Well, I never tried to on purpose because I didn't. Whatever I <laughs> do was. Do you remember trying, one? There was one demo. I think it was in Texas where the the street. Demo ended up being a Euro Gap uh, demo of just the vert skaters. Do you remember that? All the vert skaters had some trick in mind. They wanted to do up this Euro oh, Gap. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. that big. Yeah. And yeah. that became the demo. I feel like your son like beat me too. I feel like he was oh, going up sure. it as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Riley beat me at like six or something. Uh, I'd love to see Reunion sit down with all the writers. This is from Rich Schroeder. All the writers from the early days of Birdhouse. Also, can we get a reissue of the early Birdhouse videos? Well, we released all the videos on DVD, so I don't, and they're all just out there online. Right. No, like, unless we're going to repackage them on VHS, probably not. Yeah, no. But uh, yeah, we, we have been talking about doing some, because we are 30 years Birdhouse. Oh, shit. This year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, so crazy, right? It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, you should put a lot of work into that, dude. <laughs> what was the most fear you have faced when skating? That's from Rockwall Skate Park. Hmm. Um, a, yeah, the mega ramp for sure for me. I feel like there was a couple of times there where I was doing the radio show and only going like once a week. And then I was in the X Games and you know, jumping that gap and trying to do a five on the face wall was, I was like, I, I think I got it, but I, out of everybody here, I have it the least. Yeah. You know, and it was yeah. like that ramp's pretty unforgiving. And I think there was, I think when it, the the rustier I, I was, the more intimidating being in the yeah. contest was because I wanted to make a ride, but I was still not 100% sure that I would be okay doing it. Because I was still a little bit wobbly every now and then. And on that ramp, when you're wobbly, it's just terrifying. Like, if you loop out, you're dead. Yeah. Not even joking dead. Every time that I skated the big ones, like Bob's. Uh, not Bob's as much, but the X Games ones. Because X Games ones were faster than Bob's, mm -hmm. I think. Um, you went way higher. In I, first wall, for sure. I would get speed wobbles right before I launched off the, the that's quarter a, pipe. That's so, I didn't get speed wobbles over the gap. That's but as soon as I was going up the wall and, I'm, and you know, you're about to lift off, yeah. I'd feel my bar go. Brrr. Is that because you had new trucks on? No, Probably. I think it's just because I was so 
hyper-focused on, on the right takeoff. Like, I didn't want to pull out too far or hang up. Yeah. Because everything is, is really? tragic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as we've seen. Yep. People bounce off the coping. We saw Jake fly to the flat. So I was always hyper-aware of get a good takeoff. And because I was so focused on that, it would just stop my legs. So I wasn't giving my board proper pressure to yeah. overcome speed wobbles. Yeah. It was kind of like I let off let off the gas. Right, because you can't do that on that. Yeah. That's and then the thing that I board, hated but, about it. But I always got good takeoffs. <laughs> so I, right, me too. Yeah. Because I could never… Oh, well, that's not true. I'm just saying I would always pump into the quarter pipe because I knew that if I, yeah, if I no tried to do like, any altering… I'm for sure the guy that goes over the deck or pulls out too oh, far. Oh, you mean you didn't you didn't try to depump it? Yeah, at yeah. all. No, I, I just I just went I just went strong leg into it and not try to pump to get right. more speed, but ride it through at least. I think I noticed like later on that Bob had shitty smaller wheels, and I was like, ah, <laughs> that's such a good idea because I you didn't need any more speed, you needed less. I also envied the BMX guys because I'd hear them go ee oh, on the break and I'd be like, dude, if I had that, so, oh, yeah. I'd be here all yeah. day. Yeah, exactly that. I, I can't I, do four hours yeah, because the, the nerves of doing like 20 of those backs it is, okay, I need a break. Or or just get greater distance to the quarter pipe so we can throw a little speed check. That'll, yeah, any of that. That'd be pretty sick. Just give me a few more seconds, please. Yeah, yeah speed checks into that quarter pipe could go really south though. Yeah. No, I never, I always pumped as hard as I could because yeah. I knew that if I did that, at least I would be in the pocket on the way back in. Yep. And that's, you need that. Uh, and the loop. When I did the, the loop, loop here. The, for, for me, that was the scariest first attempt at anything I've ever done. Right. That's, and, and I did not have, I, <laughs> the first time I did it, it was built, it was built for an Airwalk ad on a super small budget. And, it was at the YMCA in Encinitas in the parking lot. They who allowed built me it? to use um, uh, who Tim Payne built it. Okay, so there was some mathematical, but but my so I mistakenly designed it as a full pipe with an entrance and an exit because I just didn't know. I didn't I didn't think about just making oh. it. Oh, you wanted it to be wider, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, somehow I thought that'd be safer, but then I didn't realize I'd have to traverse all the way across it to oh. get out. And yeah. so if you ever see that sequence that the airwalk ran of it, I go around it and then I'm trying to aim my way for the exit and I catch the, the edge of the quarter pipe. So then I shoot out. And that's the sequence they got. Like that was, that was it. That, was my, it that was my make. No, I could, I just never, every time I tried to go across because it, it became that I was going so long at 12 o'clock that I would, so I would come off sketchy. the wall. Yeah. But but getting the pads to do it, <laughs> I didn't have pads. I didn't have stun pads. So Wait, what? I went, I went to the YMCA and just grabbed all of their gymnastics mats. Okay, so you did have mats. And stacked them up. Okay. Yeah, but it was so careless. It was so dumb. Yeah. I mean, what, and, and, but I did figure out how to stay on the wall. And so the, the problem was I couldn't figure out how to, how to stay on the wall and go diagonal. Yeah. All the yeah, because that makes it so much yeah. harder. Obviously, I haven't but, done but that. But the first attempt… When you're when you're up on a ramp that's whatever it was, twenty something feet, yeah. and all you see is the corner of a full pipe. Yeah. And it's like, yep. Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember well, you know, you had the pads and you'd already done it. You'd already shown this is how you get it done. 
you do the pads. Then when you look like you're good, then we move the pads. And I think I slammed pretty hard with the pads there. Like, and I'm like, how do I even, I think I hit the roof with my knee. Yeah. Like I just shot into the roof and tons of advice, good advice. <laughs> and then it's like, we're moving the pads. And I was like, yeah, all right, move the pads. And then just like you said, standing up on that thing, getting ready to drop in. I was like, there's no way out of this yeah. if it's wrong. You are going all the way over yeah, yeah. on your head or on your ass. I don't know which one it's going to be, but the jitters of uh, of the first one. It, it changes your view of what is your level of confidence. How far can you take your level of confidence right. to convince yourself something is possible? Right, which is, I feel like when you learn things like that, like when I did the jump off the car onto the skateboard, it's the same mindset. Like yeah. I'm like, I'm hanging out the side of this forerunner and we're burning up towards this giant dirt jump. And I'm like, here we are again, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Like how many times have you been in this little pocket where you go, fuck dude, you're me. Like, what are we going to do? We dying today? <laughs> or are we going to, are we going for it? Like we're going for it. Like just the little, cause I now know the, like the way he, the human mind works when it comes to that kind of pressure where you go, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And you go, we're doing it. So stop asking. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then there's like a very blank page where there's no sound, there's no thought. It's just, I've decided. Yeah. And there's that little few seconds before you do it where you're like. You know what it was? It, I just realized it wasn't, it wasn't the drop. It wasn't me facing the drop in for the loop. It, I do remember it specifically now. Like I remember the, the, the visuals, the, the time, the smell, everything. It was driving up and seeing it. Oh yeah, as a reality, driving up to the parking lot and like, what have you done? Yeah, no one else is doing this. Yep, no one. I mean, I would have. It's not like I was shutting anyone out, but it was just more like, this is your crazy idea. Yeah, it's all your fault. And here we are, and it's someone's putting the effort and the the money up. Exactly. For it. Even if it was a little budget, even yeah. if it was two guys. They made, um, dude, that jumping off the car was the same thing. They were yeah. like, you might not like it, but it's over here now. And when I got there, I was like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. But I knew who made yeah. everybody come here and build it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right. me. Yeah, there is, a, there is a sense of accountability and responsibility that you're like, well, because they even this said, in motion. If it's not that good, you don't have to do it. I'm like, dude. Yeah. We oh, all yeah. came here. I'm doing it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's see. Wow. What gear, accessory, hardware, or gimmick from the past has a special place in your heart? That's from Family Teeth. I mean, lace savers always make me laugh. They're always fun to see if anybody yeah. has those or they did wear them. It's just such a crazy thing to do. Um, I still think it's funny when I see Mike McGill have rip grip, rip grip on his board. He does? <laughs> yeah. Sick. Find that to be amusing. That's awesome. <laughs> I think for me, it's the lapper. Like, lappers… You rocked it hard, too. I rocked it. It's so funny because… You might be the hardest lapper guy in professional skateboarding. Yeah, and the weird thing is, is that I used it… For what? But I didn't really need it. I was going to say, you didn't drag anything in. You always lifted your… Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what… I think there was just maybe some time I locked up once and I was like, I'm using a lapper. Or, or, or it was just like, that's all the plastic. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it was like, got the lapper, got the, and the tracker copers were the copers with the rings. They were so, pretty, like, for copers, trackers, 
truck. They were complicated. But they were so much better than any other car. Oh, true, yeah. Like the professional fit versus... In Australia, they had... I don't know what they were, but some company just got the pipe, chop, chop, and was like selling them to everybody. And that's how we were doing it. Yeah, so I was just all like, I was got the rails, got the nose, got the nose rail. But I think the thing about the lapper is that, is that, at some point we started going into longer noses yeah. and realizing you can do these tricks like right. rock and roll type tricks or or faking disaster type stuff where you can use your nose like a tail, and and then that's when it changed everything. But somehow, I, I it took a couple of years to make that realization. Right, you so still had going, it on. Did you ever see the? There's a lapper. There was a lapper ad. <laughs> I still have these posters that Larry Balma, who owned Tracker, yeah, he's like, we need, we need to, we need like a lapper promotion because we got a lot of back stock of lappers, and, oh, and you're okay. you're riding a lapper. And I was like, yeah. <clears throat> he goes, this is how he presented it to me. He goes, can you? And he had a he had a, a, a convertible Corvette, new one, yeah, yeah, eighty seven ish, eighty eight. I don't know. Was it a red one? I think it was white. Um, but for for any of us, that was like that, you know, yeah. that's the top of the line. Yeah. Like he's he's rolling. And so he's like, how about if you use my Corvette and you do a street plan on it and then hang up on the like on the back? Like, what do you mean hang up? Like, you know, like you land like you're like like on a ramp and then you hang up and then you bring it in. I was like, I don't think that works. And it's definitely going to do damage yeah. to your car. And he's yeah. like, it's like oh, I'll get it. I'll get it buffed out. It's fine. And then, so he brought his car to my house. This is when I lived at the house that I went when I was in high school. Yeah. So he brought his car to my house. And I was like, I just don't think that like, this, this isn't, this concept doesn't work. And I used to have a jump ramp uh, just in my driveway. Okay, now I know the photo. You know, yeah. You jump a car. So, no, 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 no. Because it had, we had to use the lapper. Right. I don't remember you. So I, I, I ollied off the back of his trunk. Like I, I took one push off the back of his trunk and then ollied onto the back of the jump ramp and hung up on the jump ramp and used the lever to come in. Wow. It was a stretch. Stretch It was hard, a stretch. Man. And, uh, and then the this sequence. This is a sequence. Okay. The sequence says, Hawk has no hangups. Oh, God. Mission accomplished. <laughs> and somehow they turn, into a, they turn into a poster, like a, a lengthwise poster, like this yeah. of the sequence. And I, ha- I still have like ten of them in my garage. Man, it's. So, I mean, you did make la- if if it wasn't for you, I don't think anyone <laughs> would have used the lapper ever, because you did sell it. I was like, it must be onto something. When we did that, uh, were you at the '80s event we did at Quicksilver headquarters? I don't know. So when we probably not. It was like 2010-ish, I think. Maybe 2009. Oh, okay. Maybe. Uh, we did. We did the all-80s, all-day vert challenge. I, was, uh, I wasn't there. I saw it. Yeah. So the idea was that everyone… I mean, Grasso was there. and Christian was there. Cab. And uh, Eric Nash. And everyone had to ride their 80s gear. Right. And, and a lot of people like me, we all dressed up in our 80s gear. And yep. We just did the whole thing. But I used a lapper in the event. And… I purposely hung up on a couple things to use the lapper, and it was one of the scariest things. Did it ever. work? Oh yeah, it okay. works. But I did. I did a cab disaster, yeah, and then just let my board slide in. Sick, dude. That's look such it up. a look sick up trick. All, all 80s, all day vert challenge. Not the one that we did in um, 
in Orlando. I think I was doing it there too, but the one that we did at Quicksilver, that was the OG one. I think I was there. I think I announced. Because I remember your board. Everybody kept wanting to ride it. Everybody, because it's like, it's not, it was the old board. And we were all like, yeah. what, how did we ride these? Oh, like, yeah. I could oh. tell. Everybody's foot was almost My going. My foot off. kept sliding over the nose. I had to. I had to contain myself. Everybody. Like was. I, I did a couple stale fish. My foot just went off the top right. of it because there's no concave. Right. There's no nose. So funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see one more of these. Um, how do you feel about Tony Hawk and Boom Boom Sabotage being listed as one of the worst animated movies? And how did that project come about? Wait, what? Uh- <laughs> It's a mo- there's a movie called Boom Boom Sabotage. Yeah. What? It's animated. When did it? it what it's is such that? Such a long story. I had an agent back then, and and I take I am accountable for these decisions, of course. <laughs> but he he's said, owning it already, of course. But he uh. said, um, my my agent at the time, I was with with a whole agency, and so they they represented all kinds of of people, including studios. Oh, um, what do you mean, studios? Like, like animation studios. Oh, okay, okay. Because right? yeah. they're oh, so they were synergizing. So that yeah, so it's like we got this client, it's Tony Hawk. We got this these guys. They do animation. Right. Let's combine the two. Yeah. And then they pitched it to us, and I was like, well, yeah, let's talk about it. Sure. And what I didn't realize is that when I signed a NDA, you know, saying that we're going to discuss something, I actually signed a contract that locked me into doing an animated project with the studio. And you didn't know that's what you I were I didn't signing. really understand that we had to make it. Cool. So as we went down the line, I'm talking about ideas and stuff. It was getting bad. And you it were was like, just kind of, it was just weird. And, and you and were like, I'm I, feeling I, weird also, about it. I didn't it. really have, I didn't have the time and the energy to, to focus on, we got to make this thing amazing. It's going to be the next Space Jam. You know what I mean? It was just more like, oh, that's a funny idea. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Oh, you know, and then they would send me a script. And I'd be like, oh, I, don't, I don't think this is going to work. And then, and then all of a sudden it was like, well, no, you guys have to make it. It has to come out. And so I finally, uh, I'll never forget the day that the day that I saw the final one was the day that you and I went to Vegas and that's when you passed out and you missed the flight home. Ugh. I literally had to come home for that on that day. That thing ruined my flight home. <laughs> <I kind> of, <laughs> and, and it ruined my rating on Rotten Tomatoes, damn yeah. it. But it got uh, it got a it's got a really bad rating. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it, it's who else is in it? I'm the only person. Person, you're yeah. just with a bunch of. Yeah, people? the whole the whole idea is that is that there's this this evil guy and he wants to he has a circus and he wants the circus to be successful and so he sees that Boom Boom Huck Jam is big and so he kidnaps me and makes me part of his circus. Oh wow. Um, and, uh, there's a, there's a character in it that is the skate park manager that is based on my dad. His name is Frank. Oh, it's pretty cool. That is cool. But, um, I get it. It's, it's like one of those movies that's, it's so bad. It's good. It's a cartoon for kids. But yeah, right? of course. Yeah. Right. But it's funny because when people bring it up, um, when people bring it up now, there's, there's a bunch of people who were really young when it came out. And they're like, I honestly thought that that was like a weird dream I had. Like, I don't, I don't remember that being a reality yeah. thing. Because how- it shouldn't have been. <laughs> That's why they thought that. Because <laughs> that should not have been created. Uh, yeah. Far out. How do I feel about it? Whatever. <laughs> we live and learn. 
It's not that you don't cringe when you think about it. No, it's more entertaining right. for me. Yeah. It's a better way to look at it because they can't all be winners and and, and it just and it, it just was it was it was just such a weird project. And the way it came together. Right. And it, it was very, yeah, and it was very much like, and I learned my lesson. Like, don't don't just enter into things because someone says this is you guys yeah. would work together. That yeah. would be really good. Yeah. The the um one of the guys I was working with at the time, he put it best, but I was already locked into the contract. But he was part of, he was an investor in Huck Jam. And he was a really well-regarded um, uh, movie, I'm sorry, well-regarded agent for musicians. Okay. So he's the one who, he's the, Jim Guerino. Jim Guerino, Rebel Waltz. He's the one who, who made the Boom Boom Huck Jam into the sort of concert venues. Okay. Because it, we were not, when we did Huck Jam, we didn't understand that we were actually doing it like a music tour. Okay. Do you know what I mean? We, yeah. we were doing it. It was a skate BMX motocross yeah. and some live music. But it was like, no, you guys, this is just like, this is like a huge touring band. And this is how we got to do it. And this is how you deal with promoters. This is how you deal with the venues and all this stuff. He taught us all that. So when this project came about, he's like, he's like, look, if we were going to do an animated project, we would go to the people that made Space Jam. We would go to the people that Pixar. You know what I mean? That's those are our choices. We wouldn't go to this group that does this other thing. Right. And and he put it that way. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what we should have done. Right. But anyway, I don't want to throw them under the bus either. They did, you know they did their best with what they could, the information they had with what I was giving them. It's all fine. All right. We're good. We yeah, lived and learned. I don't know if I have a bad review of shows. I feel like anything I've been in, I probably hated it more than you did. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about some of these boards, but <clears throat> this one, I don't put on display. What uh, is that? This board right here um, was made for CSI. Is it rubber? I was in CSI oh, Miami. wow. So this whole thing is made of rubber, including the trucks and the board. Oh, because you're gonna get? Do you get hit with it, or I got hit? Yeah. I got hit in the face with it, yeah. and it knocks me out. Right. But but they were like, "Well, we got to make a board that can hit you in the face," and it still hurt. Yeah, I was gonna feel say like it's stiff enough. No, if you hit me in the face with that, I'd be pretty bummed out. But I love that they made these trucks. I mean, look at that. That's yeah, that's incredible. Wild. Um. So this is one of my favorite. One of my my favorite uh, artifacts. Yeah. I how did they do that? I know it's cool, right? Like it's I really so hard didn't... to take props from sets. They won't let you. They don't want to. It, I, they always keep. They keep. Where most, do they go? A, a lot of times they just go into storage because they're like, "Well, what if we do a sequel? Or what yeah. if we? What if we continue the storyline? You, you know, in terms make of make another and stuff. one. You cheap bastards. Or whatever it is, like yeah. yeah, right. But um, but I've learned that yeah, they don't. They don't. Like giving anything away. It's kind of like when you get something cut out of you and you say, can I have that? And they're like, oh, yeah. no, we cannot do that. I'm like, what do you mean? It's mine. It was in me before we got <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. hate when they won't let me have my piece of bone or whatever it is they got out. I'm like, let <laughs> me have that, man. I'm putting it in a jar, shake it around. It's cool. I had, a, I had a tattoo cut from my finger and I had it in a jar of formaldehyde for a while. But then it got lost in a move. What? <laughs> Wait, what kind of a tattoo removal is that? Well, it wasn't. They, they weren't doing laser back then. This is a long time ago. And they and cut a plastic surgeon just. Play, yeah, I still have the 
scar from it right there. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, that was a stupid tattoo though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I remember I I cuz he I had to have um I had to have a uh uh, I had to have a surgery on my nose for um, deviated septum, like to because my nose was always just closed. Yeah, and the the surgeon said, and I I asked him about this, and he's like, "Oh, we'll just do it at the same time while you're out." Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And so then I got my surgery, and I woke up and still there. I go, "What happened?" Go, oh, I forgot. He's like, I'll "Come in next week, and I'll just cut it out." Oh. So when I cut it out, I watched him do it. Oh, that's cool. It was pretty. It was pretty metal. Yeah. Scalpel, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. One time I got my skin cut off me. F- f- scarification. It was like an accident. I have friends that do that stuff. I got a f- girlfriend that has a split tongue and all that stuff. She's like, my friend does scarification. I'm like, what's that? It's like, you know, do a pattern. They cut it into your arm or whatever. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't really interest me. But for the show, I'll have him on and he can do that while I'm doing the show. I didn't really think much about it. I, pain doesn't bother me most of the time. But he goes to start. And he goes, okay, here we go. And he pulls the scalpel out. And I'm like, where's the numbing thing? <laughs> he's like, oh, it doesn't really work. I'm like, what? And now he's doing a Red Dragon logo in my shin. And oh, he's like, not the shin. And he's like doing this. You know what I mean? Like he's skinning me. And it doesn't really hurt. It just feels super gross and I think I'm going to vomit. So it was more like the actual pain wasn't very much. But Isn't that it, part of the experience? It felt disgusting. Going through all the pain? It, yeah, whatever, no. I don't get that anymore. I just did a news thing here and they brought, uh, they brought an iPad and they were showing me these old clips from, from the station, from like one clip from the 80s, that a segment they did on me that I hadn't seen since then. Yeah. It was really funny. And then they're like, <clears throat> do you remember this one? And then they bring up a clip and they're, and it's a camera set up at, at the bottom of a handrail at a skate park. And I can tell it's the YMCA, at the Mission Valley YMCA. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, it looks like Mission Valley. And you hear me say, uh, you might need to back up because I, I need room. And then I go and do a lift slide and just slam into the cameraman. <laughs> and it's from, it's, it, it's from the camera's perspective. So, I hit and you see the camera go tumbling. Yeah. And then I was, and then you hear me go, I, I just need some more room. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he was just was he in the the way? He was right at the landing zone. But and then he's like, Do you remember that? I go, no, I don't. He's like, Well, because you know, it, it looked like he said you were bleeding from it. I was like, Yeah, that's very likely, but I don't remember that day. Right. And he's like, Well. That's the cameraman right there. And the, the guy who's filming me right then. I was like, oh, he's like, I'm really sorry, man. He should have been. I guess 20 years ago, I go, look at my shins. Can you pick out which yeah. time that was? Good point. But I also, I go, look, that was on me. If I saw, if the camera was in my landing zone, I should know that. Yeah, you're not supposed to know that. You're a cameraman. Yeah. Who I mean, that, that was totally on me to have told you where to be. So it's okay. We're, we're good. Right. Yeah, the But memory- it was such a random clip to like, Check like this is your life. Check it out. Do you think that you have brain damage? Like you can't remember stuff good? That's such a no. Good. I remember me neither then. I remember, I know we talked about this off off show, but yeah, I got humiliated the other day. Yeah, but but I think I remember 
I remember scenarios. I remember demos like ramps and strange um, places and people. You know what I mean? Like faces and names are hard. Yeah. But I offset that a lot of times. And, and Kathy is always impressed by it. Where someone's like, oh man, do you remember? I, we did this thing in Chicago. Da, da. And I can remember all the details of the thing in Chicago. And that sometimes is enough for someone. Like, oh, you do remember. Okay. But I don't remember you right. specifically in that scenario. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that happens to me a lot. And I But it is a weird, it's 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 a weird um focus of what my how my mind works. It's like selective, right? Selective I don't memory. Know it's, it's not I'm not it's not purposeful. No. That's I want what, to remember faces and names. Right. I just feel like, and this is Kevin, the thing that's gonna make us sound Kevin bad. Kevin remembers every face, every name. Really? Always, yeah. Good for him. And I even wish if I had... someone comes up to him now who he hasn't seen in 30 years, 40 years, he's like, oh, you're you're Bill. Yeah, yeah remember we used fuck. to skate at Sensation Basin. Yeah, I was in a room not so long ago where a guy was like, man, you must have really bad brain damage. This guy can't even remember me. And I'm like, fuck, like I really can't. Like maybe I really do. And then he explained a little more about our relationship. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. He was like, yeah, you didn't really talk. Like the other two skateboarders were friendly, but you didn't really talk. And I'm like, I'm not him anymore, but I know him so well. And he didn't talk to you because you fucking suck. That's what he thought. <laughs> he thought everybody sucked. Don't take it personal. It was like five dudes that were on the tour that I talked to. And the rest of them, I'm like, fuck off. I never said fuck off to your face, but I definitely thought fuck off. <laughs> like I only want to hang out with skateboarders. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just trying to explain how I looked at things back then. If you weren't one of us, you know, like Moto Dudes, I became friends with Moto Dudes because Moto Dudes, they don't fucking play either. And that's, I can respect that. Now I can respect everybody. I'm not saying, again, that it was a right way to look at things, but if I don't remember you and you didn't skate, yeah. I don't feel bad about that because I'm, I, like, I didn't, what? You know what I mean? Like, what? what is this person living like? Like, what do you mean you don't skateboard? Like, fucking, you trying to talk to me? What are we going to talk about? <laughs> what, what could we possibly have in common? Yeah, well, I know, I'm, I know it's wrong, but I'm saying that's for sure where my <laughs> headspace was. Yeah. <laughs> I used to get a lot, I still do, but um, especially in the, like, 2000s, if anyone grew up with a skater in the 80s, like at their high school, yeah. then they just assumed it was me. That makes no sense. So, because skaters were so few and far between. Oh, especially in the 80s. Okay. Right? So, I used what to get it a lot. What about if they're not in San Diego? That's what I mean. I used to get it a lot where it was like, I was like, oh, I remember you. Yeah, we used to skate that ramp in Tulsa. Went to high school with you. And I'm always like, okay, yeah. Because at some point, I don't like making them feel bad about it. Yeah, that's or, what I should have done. Or trying to, to uh, correct them. So I just kind of let it fly. Unless they keep at it where it's just like, yeah, remember this and this? I'm like, hey, sorry, dude, I don't. That's I, what I, I did. I, I, didn't, I grew up in San Diego. So unless you went to San Diego. I could have just kept nodding, but I said, wait, have we met each other face to face? And that's when he went off. Yeah. But I didn't mean to. It's an, acqui hey, it's an acquired skill. You, do le <laughs> you learn to navigate it through the years. Right. For sure. Um, I didn't mean but to something be just happened recently where uh, we were talking, we're doing the Vert Alert again in, in Salt Lake City, yeah. the end of August. And 
we're looking for venues to host dinners, like for VIPs or for legends, stuff like that. And and um, Galena here at the office reached out to someone, and they're like, "Well, would you consider doing this <clears throat> at your restaurant?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, Tony was in here a couple months ago with a bunch of people." Like, what? No, he wasn't. Yeah, and then she's like, well, "Look at this place." I got never been to that place. Yeah. I don't know what that is. And then he's like, yeah. And then uh, we we came in and, and asked if he could take a photo for social media. He said no. <laughs> and she's like, that's not Tony. It didn't happen. Wow. Somebody <laughs> brought a whole bunch of people to their restaurant yeah, and said know. they were Tony Hall. I, or, or, he, or, or it could be the thing where it was maybe a skater and that dude is just like, well, then it had to be Tony Hawk. Oh, I never would have thought of that. If someone's and, and, and famous that might and sound they're a skateboarder. But that does happen to me a lot. Oh. Like this. Okay, I'll give you an example. Remember Primo and Diane used to do this yes, show at SeaWorld? SeaWorld, yeah. So when Sweetest things started, ever. when things started, so Primo and Diane, Primo Desiderio used to do a freestyle show at SeaWorld like twice a day. And when X Games started coming in to play and, and things were, you know, you were, you were getting coverage and, and I would get recognized sometimes. Almost always, if it was in San Diego, people would be like, oh, yeah, man, I saw you perform at SeaWorld. Oh, shit. And I was like, he's a smaller Asian descent I think, man. I think he's Filipino. I can say he's very short, right? He's shorter than me, yes. You're very tall. Yeah, and we just... You don't look but like... That, but that's what I'm saying, is just okay. like in their head, they saw a skateboarder. It was a professional skateboarder. Yeah. I must be the only professional skateboarder. It Not- was... This doesn't happen anymore, right? Um, I feel no. Like your face is on things. No, but there was there was a there was a hot minute there because it was a lot of people in San Diego that saw it. Yeah. And I live here, so that, yeah, it was. <laughs> it's either Primo or Tony Hawk. Yeah, it was. I'm not, not sure. No, it wasn't ever Primo in their eyes. Oh, oh, you were just the guy at SeaWorld. That, yeah, I was the guy at SeaWorld for with sure. your skater wife. Yeah, I and guess. you both did yeah, Primo slides together every day. <laughs> At three o'clock. And I get, um, and I get, that was sick when you jumped out of the helicopter. <laughs> nice. Danny Way. <laughs> You're kind of up to speed. You saw that. He, that one I get a lot. That one like, oh, oh, I saw you jump the Great Wall. I'm like, I appreciate it. It wasn't me. Wow. The, the, those ones I will correct. Yeah. <laughs> you know what but I that's mean? Crazy and to, SeaWorld too. Yeah. But it's crazy to know that because I figured that was that was 2000s, right? Early 2000? Yeah. Like, it's Danny. What, you mean like the Great he, Wall? Yeah. When he, oh, yeah. Like I was yeah. there yeah. when that happened. You To get those twisted is… I, I, I once again, am, didn't realize how little the world knew of us. I figured everybody knew what you look like. <laughs> and I figured when you watch a video and the guy jumps… Okay, maybe it was on TikTok and they didn't say Danny Way. You just saw a silhouette of a man flying out of a helicopter and thought, it's got to be Tony Hawk. He's the only guy yeah, that would I don't, do that. I, don't, I can't answer that. But. That is such a weird thing to... Re- oh, dude, he, well, here's, well, here's an embarrassing one. I interviewed Rob Zombie. Yeah. And I'm interviewing Rob Zombie oh, no. with his wife, who's in the movie, in all the movies. Yeah. And I think this whole time I've been watching all these movies... That the thousand maniac, whatever, that guy is Rob Zombie. 
<laughs> I don't know why I didn't think that wasn't yeah. Rob Zombie, but I thought the whole time that Rob was in movies with his wife and they were crazy people. But you knew he directed them. Yeah. I, yeah. You thought he directed and starred in them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm interviewing him and I, it's, it's about to come out. And I'm like, he's not him. <laughs> I almost asked him, like, a, what's it like to be in a movie when you're saying this or saying, like, something about the movie. You caught yourself. Yeah, but I almost just said to his face in front of, like, three million people, that's pretty crazy when you stab that guy in that <laughs> part. And I was like, wait, he's not in it. Oh, I wanted to hear how you, how you blew it. And I'm like, wait, how is he not in it? But I think he saw it. Oh, really? Yeah, like, that was the thing. Like, I didn't say it for the crowd to know, yeah. but he was like, oh, this motherfucker thought I was the guy. <laughs> I'm like, man, how did I not know that? It's weird that he picked a guy that looks like him, though. Like, why didn't he just do it? I got, I got, I got caught in a weird situation like that where we used to do that stand up for skate parks event. Yeah, and we had the the red carpet and the and the, the you know the step and repeat, which is the, the wall with all the, yeah. the logos, and you take photos and whatnot. And at that time, we would get a lot of sort of of of. Uh, invites of, of friends of friends or agents like, oh, can this guy come? He's on this TV show. Can we get, and we were just like, yeah, sure, whatever, you know, we, if, if they want to come and, and, and support and the cause, right. sure. And then this one year, it was a bunch of random people from TV shows and stuff, like from movies and, and things. And I, I didn't know, you know them they were. or did I invite them directly? Right. And we all met on the red carpet and then um, they want me to, so we all do the red carpet, whatever, and then everyone's standing there. And usually it's it's Matt Hoffman and it's Bob and it's Bucky and and it's you know it's all the skaters yeah. and the BMXers that are going to ride the demo and guys like David Spade who I know pretty well and uh, Perry um, Farrell, Perry Farrell, yeah, and um, so so Fred Durst, yeah, Fred Durst. Uh, I did the red carpet. Shoot, what's his he name? He was there, and I was, was like, there. that's weird. Um, I forgot. Anyway. So, a lot of people, heavy hitters, P Diddy, yeah. So, so it would be like that. But then, but then all these these other people that got these sort of s second invites yeah. were there, and then this guy's like, "All right, Tony, tell us who you have here today." Oh, no! I'm like, bunch of guys, bunch of actors, you know, legends of sports, nice and, and movie TV and film, and, yeah. And at some point, they did want me to go down the line. And Sarah Hall, my publicist, who is the best, knows this is happening right. and just comes in my ear and like, that's Jimmy. I'm like, and Jimmy from da da da. And I was like, yes, thank you. Fuck. It was like that. A, it was like an episode of Veep. <laughs> where, I never saw Veep. Oh, well, where they're like, like a, a politician where someone's whispering, oh, this oh, is, yeah. this is okay. uh, Bill. Do you and, think and you could tell da, 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 that da. you had voices going into your ear? It, it didn't matter. It was desperate times. Right. <laughs> I had to. Fair enough. Yeah, I get that one. I feel like actors that aren't super successful but are kind of successful are so lame. I'm sure they could be nice people, but just when you interview them or they're on a red carpet, they're the lamest people because they can't be themselves because <laughs> they're not sure if they're allowed or that it could be an unpopular opinion so it's just always safe it has to be super safe and somehow the ego of being slightly successful makes them think that anything that they say is entertaining 
and it's usually not, and there's no meat to it. <laughs> the worst interviews ever were. I went to an event. Uh, I went to an event, and it's hard to, to give this without too much detail, but basically the event was uh, you can go to this event, and if you if you're a VIP, you can go on a on a bar crawl. Yeah, with with celebrities. Oh shit! But also with you know people in in the industry of, of what we were doing, and oh. I can't give too much away. But but basically, our group was with Bono. Whoa! Going on a pub crawl with Bono. Yeah, and there was another guy in our group. It was an actor. You would know who he is. It's not not like an up and coming, established, and he had someone at all times blocking people from approaching him. And now and I'm. I'm at the we're at this we're at this one little bar, right? And the locals are, hey, look, oh, whoa, crazy, right? But they were totally friendly. They weren't they weren't being um intrusive yeah. or or getting crazy yeah. with it, but it was clearly exciting. And then he sat in the back and made sure no one could approach him. And I was like, dude, Bono is at the bar. Yeah. With nobody. Bono. You're not no one is getting, you know what I mean? There is no one more famous. Is the or guy that's clout protecting Bono. this actor like standing near him, or how does he work his way into yeah, stopping well, he, people? It was he brought along a bodyguard, so he just stands there in front of the guy. Well, he stands near him as someone approaches, he's like, "Hey, oh, hey, oh, yo, hey, hey, yeah, no, like, oh, no, sorry." And then because yeah. I'm, we're and all if, human. if someone if someone is in the group and they they're known to him, then you could go hang out. Yeah, it was just it was a bummer. I'm trying to put myself in that guy's situation where I see somebody approaching and my guy that I hired goes, hey, bro, not right now. And I'm right here. Right. I can hear him tell yeah. him no. Yeah. What kind of a fucking asshole are you? Like, what's this guy? <laughs> what what happened to you in your fame life where you're like, fuck that. I cannot meet anyone. Yeah. Like, I, I just... I'm not that famous, but I've definitely had people, I can tell, they see me, and they're like, oh, shit. And I'm like, hey. You know, like, I'm not like, oh. You know, like, I get, or or somebody needs to stop me, stop them, like, okay, Ellis Mania, when I'm announcing, sometimes drunk people want to talk on the microphone, <laughs> or they want to ask me a question. That's a, that's a big, much different scenario. Right, where it's like, Ellis, Ellis, and I'm like, I, I can't right now. Doing, yeah, it's like, dude, you gotta tell him. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, somebody get that guy off me. <laughs> like I've done that. And I've told the guy, like, I'm getting you off me. Yeah. Cause you won't stop. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm on the microphone. Yeah. And people that are in the crowd can hear what he's saying. Yeah. Cause he's yelling it so loud into the back of my head. <laughs> That's happened. I alcohol, man, does it. People get excited. I don't get mad at him, but I have had someone. Moved. I had I had a guy confront me once. I was at a concert. I was getting a beer, and he clearly had had a few already. Right. And uh, he's like, "Oh, you, Tony Hawk, huh? Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Yeah, man, we to we to sell out with all those video games." And it was it was right at the time when pretty much any video game we were making was was top ten. You know, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like we had already run the course of video games. And I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm very proud of them, but thanks for your." your feedback. And the bartender was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Those games are awesome. And he's just like, he could tell that he wasn't going to be as witty or sarcastic as he thought he was. Yeah. And he just kind of, it's like, all right, cool. 
Dude, those are the, that's to me, it's the, uh, a couple of beers guy who's maybe plays golf and he got too many in and maybe he's not talking to his wife right now. And he's like, whoa, look at all those tattoos that guy has. Hey bro, that guy can fuck right off. Like, and I will do it too. I will be like, Hey man, no. Uh, hey man, how many tattoos you've got? I'm like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> And he's like, but what? that's not 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 that they're recognizing you. Just, just no, they just, just want to mess with you. Yeah, because I don't. I've, I've like if you're a tat, there's a there's a way you do it, and if you do it a certain way, I know that you're a kook and you're never yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. this. So you're just like, amuse me, painted penis looking man. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I will not dance for you, fucko. Like, get out of here. But I will do that. I'll do that. I'll do that bad. Especially for Katie because guys will touch Katie. Like they go, oh, cool tattoo. And I'm like, dude, do not do that. Like just because she's got art doesn't mean you get to grab her. Yeah, yeah. But I've done that in Vegas in a pool where I was just talking because I went to go in and someone was like, whoa, really nice tattoos, man. What was the first one? I'm like, uh, please leave me alone. And then I get in the pool and Katie's laughing at me because she knows I hate when people do that. Yeah. So I'm in the pool kind of steaming a little bit like fucking idiot. I'm like, can you believe these fucking idiots? And right when I go like that, a guy goes, bro, bro. And I'm like, oh my God, no. And he's like, dude, which one hurt the most? And I'm like, fuck off. Same dude? No. Oh. No, I got a one-two punch. Oh I traveled 10 feet on fucking. <laughs> I traveled 10 I traveled feet. 10 feet and I already got fucking bombarded with tattoos. Which one, what hurt? I'm f- just, just fuck off. It's fair. Not Why saying- does that make you so mad? Because it's such a kooky thing to say. I don't know you. I don't want to have, I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to have any friends. I like my, I came here with my wife. I'm going to bone her and have a bunch of virgin pina coladas. You need to fuck <laughs> off. That's it. All right, fair enough. Right. I don't have time. Like, are we going to talk for four hours? Because you've clearly been drinking. So are we going to talk right. about tattoos yeah, for four yeah, yeah. hours? I don't want to. Let me nip it in the bud right now. Fuck off. My version of that is, but it's not, not just because it's like, Hey, your tattoo or whatever it is. It's it's always like, dude, and it's usually an, an older guy has Bones Brigade. Yeah, Bones Brigade, dude. <laughs> I, if I'm As, there, if something starts with I'm Bones Brigade, off. yeah. But if something starts with Bones Brigade, it 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 go it keeps going around and around. Like you know the 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 conversation oh, is okay. like repeat on right, repeat. Like, right. Oh, I remember that, dude. Yeah, animal chin. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Usually it's cool. Like I don't go to bars like that, so I don't, yeah. you know. But but, and a lot of times it's people that are have a have a such a a reverence for their skating past. Yeah. So they're talking about that and how much it meant to them. But every once in a while, someone's buzzed or wasted, and it's bones brigade, bones brigade, bones brigade. Right. And you don't. What do you do there? You don't set anybody straight. I I have a way of of. Ending the conversation with tact. Huh. You know, just like kind of, I've, I've, I've actually seen other people do it. So I, I kind of learned how to do it. Where you, you, you find an opening, you're like, uh, cool, man. Well, nice to meet you. That's, yeah, all right, right cool. And, yep. you, know, you get that in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not fake. It's just more, it, I got to keep my boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, and people forget that. Yeah. We've all, we're all people still. We're all people. Boundaries, everybody. Therapy taught me about boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't have any. Keep your boundaries. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm trying to I teach. still got to get I'm trying a to teach my more. daughter her sense of boundaries. Right. She's getting it. Okay. All right. 
Like and respect boundaries. Yeah, respect our boundaries and <laughs> like and describe the podcast, please. Tell your friends. Thank you. See you next week. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bed sheets or skincare, Shopify's with you every step of the way. Now, open your eyes. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.